Hello. Hello and welcome back to episode five of the Behind the Scenes It's a Drama podcast. We are absolutely loving doing these for you. Um, I hope you're enjoying them as much as we're enjoying doing them. This week, I've got Tessa back on the show, my daughter, my 17-year-old daughter. And I don't want to give too much away, but I just want to give you a little bit of a backstory. We're going to be talking about um, a decision that she's made. So what happened was last Friday, she said, oh, you know, can I just talk to you about a few things? I knew something was up and I knew something was on her mind and we kept having, coming to, you know, loggerheads about things. And it was like, okay, we need to clear, clear the air about something, obviously. And she said, can, you know, can we go for a walk? So we went out to this beautiful woods um, it's called Meeting of the Waters and it's where all these um, these three rivers meet in New Zealand where we live. And we just talked about her wanting to um, give up. Uh, no, not give up. That's the wrong word. She talked about her wanting to change the path that she was currently on. Um, she has got a year to go before she graduates and she was just talking about how she didn't want to continue on the path and she wanted to go into doing something else instead. And that's what this podcast is all about. Um, not obviously not just about what Tessa is going to be doing, but more about fear and the change and what that brings about, you know, that expectation of what people expect of you. And it's funny because she said, all we ever want to do is please our parents. And I thought, you know what? That never goes away. It really never goes away. 50 years old and I still just want my dad and mum's approval. You know, it's just, it's a weird thing. And yeah, we're going to talk about that on this podcast. So many of you have given me such fabulous feedback about Tessa, about Tessa's first podcast that she did. Um, I think she's wonderful, but then I'm going to say that because she's my daughter. But it's been so lovely to hear from people around the world of all different ages, actually, men and women, say, wow, you know, what she talked about really helped me or it really struck a chord. And so that's why I said to her, you know, come back on. And she was like, no, people aren't going to want to hear this stuff. And I said, no, Tess, actually, they do, because it's a massive decision for both of us, actually, for all the family, you know, we've we've been happily going along. She's been doing her schoolwork, um, and then all of a sudden, this huge change has happened for her, and and it affects the whole family. Obviously, it does. So that's what we're going to talk about. So I really hope that you get something out of this episode. She goes. She's so vulnerable, so honest. Um, yeah, I just. It's a quality that is that, that 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 I suppose that can't be faked. That sort of thing, can it? So anyway, without further ado, I'm not going to talk anymore. We're going to jump right in, and we're going to hear from Tessa. Hello. So the last time me and you spoke, which was literally just two weeks ago, <laughs> you said, "I said, why? If you don't like school, why don't you just quit it?" And you said, "Oh, because I'm not a quitter." <laughs> why are you saying that as if I am now no I'm not but just to bring people up no not at all so don't look at me like that so just to bring people up to speed mm. no you said I said why don't you quit school and you're like because I want to see it through you said yeah just to bring people up to speed um you have decided to take a different path and stop your education as it is now um, school education. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So I just wanted you to, um, how do we start this? How do we do it? I don't know. As usual, we've just jumped in completely without any planning, without any notice, without any, oh, we're going to talk about this. Mm. Um, did you know we were going to talk about this by the way? Well, I got told before I came on the podcast, it's about my big decision. <laughs> So it could be anything really, what's that, couldn't what's it? What's that cartoon, that bear, you know, that, what, remember when he makes that big decision to wear red trousers instead of blue trousers and it's like Piglet's, oh, Piglet, that's it. Piglet's big decision and it's all about Piglet's changing his trousers. 
<laughs> so yeah, you're you're a little bit like that, aren't you? You're calling me pig? No, no, no. But you know, you're changing your decision. Anyway, I want us to keep this serious. I'm not going to have like you know, I want to keep this serious. So tell me about our walk that we had last Friday. Um, so basically, um, for the for for the past few days, I'd been feeling completely overwhelmed and emotional. Um, head was just all over the place. I had no idea what was going on. Um, and I was trying to link it back to stuff that was going on in my life and I couldn't really find anything. And this was when we just sort of a week after we'd come out of our second lockdown. Um, and so I just, I just sort of wanted to get out of my head and go for a walk. And I told you to come with me. Um, so I went for a walk and we sort of just started talking about how, about, about school and my position in school at the moment and how I feel like I'm not happy with it. You know, I, I sit down in front of my computer and I'm there for about an hour trying to read one word over and over again to try and force my brain to focus and I don't think that's, I don't think that's education. I don't think that's learning anything. That's just learning what you don't want to do. And so, um, we started talking about, you know, things that I, that I enjoy doing. And sometimes when I'm at my computer, I like to research, cause I love, I love musical theater. And sometimes I research literally just people singing. And then I go onto the karaoke app and I try and sing it myself and it just sounds absolutely awful. But I love that because I'm learning from that, um, about what I can and cannot sing. Um, but even that, that just makes me so much happier than any English assignment. But then there's always that fear of, well, your creative side isn't learning. That's not life. That's not actual education. Hmm. So just to give some context, sorry to interrupt, but just to give some context, you've been homeschooled since you were seven. Hmm. You've, we, 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 we followed a very loose curriculum of like, you know, this is, in fact, we're up until the age of 14, really, you didn't have a, a set curriculum. You, I just gave you lots of creative writing to do. You read loads of, well, you didn't, I read you loads of books. <laughs> I, I didn't gonna, I was going to say, <laughs> you did, you read loads of books, but that would just be a lie. Um, I read nothing. I just watched telly. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I preferred to watch telly. Yeah, there you we did. Go. Yeah, you did prefer to watch telly and you like, and you didn't even like being read to, but that's another story altogether because... Yeah. You're like, how much longer is this going to go on for, please? Yeah, anyway. and then I have my perfect brother sitting next to me who recites every line that you speak. Yeah. And well, I'm there like, what is going on? <laughs> you're completely uninterested. You couldn't have been two different learners, could you? You know, because like no. you say, he was he was so very much, you know, would listen to every word and love. Focused. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 not focused because you are extremely focused, not focused, just different. Mm. just different like mm. you know you would learn I honestly thought at one point I thought you're never going to read you, you don't you hate reading I mean literally you won't you wouldn't read a book and I was thinking how is she ever going to learn this the, the words of the world like you know mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I think it was when we came back from traveling you started creative writing and all these fantastic all this fantastic vocabulary came out of your mouth and onto paper and all I can think is you have just you have just learned that from life and from watching films or all I want to say is it wasn't from books. So if there's anyone out there whose child isn't reading and you're thinking, oh no, you know, this child is going to grow up to know nothing. Well, this is a perfect example of a girl who hated reading, who doesn't read and who I think is highly intelligent and articulate. So yeah, that's, that's on a different, on a different topic. What were you saying again? I don't know. Oh yeah. Um, School. Oh yeah, school. So you homeschooled. And then when you got to when we came back from travelling, you took up correspondence curriculum where you followed the 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 school curriculum that every all the other school kids follow. And basically in New Zealand you do level one, which would be the equivalent of GCSEs, and then NCA level two, which is like lower A levels. I don't know what the other word for that is. And then level three is like your final year. So like you would be, that's what you need to get into university. So I did everything that every school student was doing, but online, basically. Yeah, you did. And you got to, and you have got up to including level two. 
And I've got half of my level three. Yeah. 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 Um, and my plan was to get UE credits. University so, entrance. Yes, university yeah. entrance. And you can only get that by achieving level three. Um, and that was my plan because in case I wanted to go to university. We called it my backup plan. Mm-hmm. Um, plan B. And, you know, that was that's what I was, my heart was set on. It was just like, all right, get these UE credits um, and then you can go off to university. Um. And it all sounded well and good. I think that's when, before I actually started doing it. And then when I did, I realized I was doing the exact same thing I'd been doing two years prior. You know, you do the same thing every single year, just a little bit harder. Mm. And I think it's almost like force feeding yourself information, you know, that, that you've already, you've already learned. And I just, that was making me really miserable. Mm. Because there were so many other things, new things that I wanted to do. Um, so and- going back to the walk that we had last <laughs> week then, yeah. yeah. So um, here you are with level two, you've got your level two and you thought you were going to go on to level three. Yeah. And um, on this walk, I, I just felt so frustrated and I just, I just felt so heavy with, I felt like I had the world on my shoulders, honestly. And um I half expected my mum to be like, no, you know, do your schoolwork and stuff like that. But she was really, really open to it. And that honestly, it lifted half that weight off just to have someone who understood. Who is this woman? Um, Liz Deacon. (laughs) (laughs) She might be sitting opposite me. I don't know. She could be fake. But um, no. And so uh, we, we decided that what did we decide? Well, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm like, what did we no, do? No, so what, I just want to nip in here as well from a mum's point of view. We started that conversation. I could see something was on your mind. You'd, you'd never really asked me to go for a walk unless you want to talk about something. Mm. And I could see it was playing on your mind, like, you know. And you started saying about how you felt heavy and frustrated. And I said, like probably every other mother out there in the world said, well, you know what it is, don't you? You know, you need to put the phone down. And you just went, can we just go? Come on, let's get back in the car and go. And it was like, I thought, oh no, I've stuffed this up. I've said the wrong thing. Even though I stand by my word and I think, because what I wanted to say, no, what I wanted to say to us, she's looking at me with big eyes now. (laughs) What I wanted to say is, which I hope came over, I think the trouble is, and maybe we can talk about this in a minute, there isn't that space a, chi- a, a child, you, a, 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 a you young adult like yourself hasn't got the, a little baby like little baby toddler <laughs> like you hasn't got <laughs> the the chance to become bored, hasn't got the chance the space to go. Oh, now what shall I do? And that's what I was trying to say because you're constantly entertained if you want to be. You know, you don't. And I said to you, when I said to you on that walk, I said, do you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to just take your phone off you. And that sounded so harsh. And I can see what you thought that I meant. I'd like to take your phone off you. I'd like to take your computer off you. And I'd just like you to sit at home or in the park or go on a walk or on the beach for a whole week, two weeks, and just think about what it is you want to do without having blah, 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 constant, constant, constant in your head. That's all I meant. Hmm. And when you said, oh, come on, let's just go. I was trying to think, look, I can see you really want to talk about something. I've gone about it the wrong way. And I was trying to backtrack a little bit. So then you started saying about how you come alive when you were doing your creativity, you know, when you, Mm. what does make you come alive? What, why, what, so what, what, what is it that makes you happy? Um, I think it's just performing and people appreciating it. Um, seeing people's faces light up when you when you say something or you sing something that they might know or they can relate to or they laugh at you know um and that just I think any creator loves that um or performer Uh, just seeing people's faces light up with your own creativity and your own interpretation of this thing character let's say um and so where I live, Taranaki, is great opportunity for theatre, but there's usually only about two shows a year. Mm. And so you sort of end up waiting around for that show to happen. But 
I don't want to do that. I just want to sort of do as much as I can and not wait around for that show, not wait around for that happiness Mm. and fill my time with something that makes me unhappy. Which is? School. (laughs) Schoolwork. Which is schoolwork, yes. Um, I know every kid says that. I know every kid says, you know, I don't like schoolwork and I don't want to do it anymore. Do they? Yes. So every, every, so tell me about the other 17 year, 18 year olds that you know, tell me about that. What, 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 what's the, what's going on out there? The worst question you can ask a teenager is what do you want to do? That is the most terrifying question you can ever ask a teenager, maybe even an adult. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Um, every time I ask someone that question, they, they, they have this look on their face where it's like, oh my God, I've got to say something now to impress this person, to make it sound like I've got my whole life planned out. And that's something I've picked up through over the years, especially this last year, is that no one knows what they want to do when they're 17 years old. You don't even know what you want to do tomorrow. So how are you going to know what you want to do in a year? Sure, you have like interests and stuff that you want to pursue. You know, you might be someone that knows exactly what they want to do. Say, um, if you're, you know, a doctor and you want to study at medical school, you would have that planned out, some some people. Mm. Um, I think as a creator, um, it's, it's a little bit more difficult. Um, people sort of see creation as a hobby mm. and as a side interest. But for me, and probably a few other people, it's my whole interest. I love everything to do with that. Um, and so the pathway is a little bit rocky. It's less smooth. And you've sort of got to do it your own way. There's no certain way to do it. And that's the scary part. Because um, you have to completely create it yourself. Mm. There are little things you can do to make it easier. Um, but it's up to you at the end of the day. And so I think when someone asks you what you want to do, it's scary. Because you want to say the right thing, but you also don't really know yourself, you know? And doing the schoolwork, I've realized what I don't want to do. I don't want to sit myself down and make myself do something that I don't want to do just to fill in this last gap of being 17. I don't want to do that. I want to I want to get a head start. Um, and... It's not going to be easy. It's so, not going to be easy. No. So going back to, well, it depends. Depends. Yeah. Going back to the walk, how did you tell your mum? You're very understanding. I'm trying to remember. How did you tell, how did we come about and talk about that? I don't know. I can't remember. I, I just, I remember saying that I would rather, I would rather do my own thing than do schoolwork. And then we sort of branched off from there about things that I could do and, you know, that I have, I remember you saying something over and over again. You said, you have done enough. Mm. You've done enough. And honestly, that's like, I don't know, that, that just, that felt so nice because it's like someone telling you like, it's okay, you know, it's okay. Mm. And it just calms you and it makes you feel secure and it made me feel like I wasn't to- talking total rubbish mm. you know it just made me feel confident in that thought what makes you think that you that, that you aren't enough what makes you think because I'm when I said that to you you said yeah but I'm not it's not enough and, and that's why I said that to you you are enough and you've done enough but why why do you think you're not enough why do you think you still haven't done enough Well, there's always that thing where you can have a thousand wonderful positive comments and then you have one negative comment and that negative comment sticks with you. Mm. And as a kid, I was sometimes told by my friends or some adults that school could only teach me life skills. School teaches you everything you need to know. And if you're homeschooled, you're not going to know a thing about life if you don't do that full year at school, if you don't graduate. Um, and so I always thought, okay, right, you know, got, got to get that schoolwork done. 
and put the creativeness on hold. Mm. And so I think when you are a little bit behind on an assignment or you decide to do what I've done, it makes you feel like you've failed and you've quit. And I've always been the kind of person to see stuff through. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. like to stop halfway and then not finish something. But I think I've realized how miserable it was making me. And I think a part of growing up is knowing what suits you. And I've never, ever fit into that school environment. I never have. People can, people can work really well in school. Mm. But some people just, they just don't fit into that category. Each subject, you know. I think a big part of it as well is my uh, curriculum didn't teach drama, which was something that was very difficult because mm. I knew all my other friends were doing drama. Yeah, you can you can't do drama through correspondence online. Through online, can you? no, no it's it's, it's a very um interactual thing. But uh, I I couldn't do that. Um, I don't know. I think I think I talked about this on the last podcast. It's always just feeling like you're behind from other people, mm. you know. And I that's such a that's such a bad feeling as a as a teenager. You know, because you're constantly comparing yourself to to other people. Like, oh, I got an excellence on my exam. Oh, I got, mm. I've got my UE, and it's like, you know, that sort of you define yourself as those little credits and, and um, you know, no things you on your things on your report. It's just um, no one wants to know about what you know what you love anymore. It's just about who can get to the finish line first. And I just, I think that's so, I don't know, because there's so many pathways you can take. Yeah, there's yeah. so many. And I think people need to realize there is no finish line, you know, that other people can draw for you. It's your choice, you know, and you just got to keep on going forward and forward and forward. You know, I don't know. It's, um, you do know, <laughs> you do know. Yeah, it's uh the first the first thing I um was thinking when I made that decision is what about, what are other people going to think? Hmm. And I went to uh see some of see, see some of my friends. And I told them I said I said I'm I'm not doing my level 3. And their first their first reaction was why are you giving up? Are you giving up? What are you going to do then? You hmm. know. Well, all these people, they're getting the level three. You're not going to get your level three. And all I wanted was, that's great, you know? And that people people give you such a hard time for doing something different. Falling out of line. Yeah, it's just like, you know, why do you, well, I don't know. And that's what I was afraid of. And actually getting that response was, it doubted, it made me doubt myself, but you know they're not doing what I want to do yeah. so why why should I listen exactly, you know yeah it's uh yeah wouldn't it's, it be great if you could get everyone not who thought the same but just that I don't know that adventurous like-minded you like-minded is the word yeah mm. see where did you learn those words <laughs> <laughs> tell me um, <laughs> just all together I mean maybe it would just be a complete disaster but I don't know and I know that you need these people around you to give you these you know different levels and give you opinions and stuff but there's nothing worse than when you're excited about something and then you go and see friends or you know you go out and someone just goes and just throws a big wet sticky blanket on it like you mm. know and goes well that's not going to work that's rubbish fact yeah I yeah I just wrote an email about exactly the same thing today it's just like so many people are just waiting to go well that's not going to work you won't be able to Mm. do that I think I think a big part of it is is like the the seeking approval from other people it links back to sort of when you're a kid you know Mm. you draw a drawing and the first thing you think is oh I'm going to show mum this you know that's the first thing you think I'm going to draw this and I'm going to show it to someone and I think that's that's a similar to this thing that I'm doing is like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna show someone um and I'm and I'm afraid of doing it and not not finishing it and not saying doing what I'm saying that I'm gonna do you, you know what I mean mm-hmm. um and that, I think that's the thing with vulnerability that's sort of the topic of this podcast it I is. think 
I think being vulnerable is one of the bravest qualities you can have. And I love, I love it. I love to see it Mm. in people, people being vulnerable. Gorgeous, isn't it? It is. Um, And, you know, it's, um, it's an important factor to have in your life. Why do you think you love it so much? Why do you think... Vulnerability. I'm trying not to cry. I've got tears in my eyes, but I'm trying not to... Drink some tea. Yes. Hang on. I'll just have a slurp of tea. There you go. Yeah. The reason I asked you to come and do this podcast this morning is because this morning you came and got next to me in bed and said, oh, I'm scared. Mm. I'm scared. And I just thought I need to talk to you about this because that is vulnerable. You know, the fact that you even admitted, you know, that you're scared is just gorgeous, but... Yeah. Why, why do you think we are drawn to vulnerable people and why do we like to see that in other people? And why is it important, do you think? It's because it's real. Mm. Everyone is scared. Everyone, you know. It it sounds negative and I'm not meaning to, for it to sound negative, but everything that we do, we have that fear in the back of our head and we all have it. And so I think when someone is is going through that fear and you can see them, you know, battling against that wind, it's beautiful because it's like, you know, we've all, we all feel that, but it's just, it's just that step you take to go into that fear and explore it because that's where you really find yourself, mm. you know, and um, it's all very well staying in the staying in the shallow end you know where it's safe and you've got your you've got your assessments lined up and you got your credits and you got your teachers telling you what to do but I think diving into that deep end of of your own interests and your own desires and and ideas that's so vulnerable and it's inspiring for me because you know when I see someone do that there's always that thought of if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And yeah. So I think when you see someone doing that, it's like, right, I can do that, you know? And it's like I was saying to you this morning in bed, when you say it out loud, you sort of, you sort of, it, it becomes more clear. Mm-hmm. And so when I said I, I'm, I'm scared, it's like my body was just releasing that. I am scared, you mm-hmm. know? I want you to know that I'm scared yeah. and that I'm working through it. Yeah. Um, because don't bottle anything up. Don't because mm. you're never going to get anywhere with it. You know, it's just going to be a broken record on repeat. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. Mm. So just say it. Just say you're scared. Mm. And then then listen to that and go through it mm. and accept that fear because that will make you who you are. Mm. You know, it'll make you stronger. And it'll it'll bring something new to the table. I love that. And I, I love that you've learned at such a, a young age as well that vulnerability is such a a, a, a quality. Is not everyone can be vulnerable. Like, you know, it's not it's not an easy thing to be to open up and let people see your faults and let people see your fears and let people just see the real you, you know, it's, there's so mm. much out there, isn't there? There's so much filters and, you know, everything well, that you can put on. We see on social media, people, people living their dreams every day and people being happy and people, I've passed this exam or I'm going traveling or, or, or I'm, I'm going out for dinner or this is my boyfriend. This is my, you know, we see people thriving all the time. And so when we feel that fear, we're like, oh, this is, this is abnormal. Mm. This isn't right. I'm now, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing something right. Mm. But what, what people don't show is that that is where it starts. Fear is the first step. It isn't, it isn't a misstep that you've fallen into this pit and it's like, right, I'm in fear now. No, it's just, it's a first step. Mm. It, it is. I love that. That's great. It is. Yeah. You I've know? never thought about it like that before, about how it's the first step. It is. First step out probably, isn't it? You of know? course it is. You know, there's, um, it's. It's how we grow, mm. you know, it's, um, it's all to do with human nature and stuff, you know, deciding what's safe and what's not. But yeah, I think social media plays a big role in it or just 
common talk talk mm. really you know mm. I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm doing this it's like, right I'm not doing that yeah <laughs> and so that makes me you know failed you know that I failed it's not it's not mm. you know you did say to me when we went on that walk you said if I do this am I going to disappoint you didn't you yeah I did why'd you say that because I feel like it's not um it's not trying to think of the word for it I feel like I wouldn't have succeeded if I'd taken that path if I if I took that path if you took the university path no if I took my my own path okay I feel like um you know going back to telly I used to see these films of when when the kids would graduate and the parents would be like oh my god you know my kid is graduated my kid's going to university and yeah obviously I learned from that um and obviously parents talk a lot about kids in their school you know they meet up and it's like right you know my kid's doing this my kid's doing that and going to uni you know um and so I feel like it's um a little bit of a weak path I thought that a weak path to go down of doing what I wanted to do because obviously I, I do seek your approval every kid seeks their parents approval you can't lie mm. you know if you've got a kid out there they they just want your approval mm. and they want you to be proud of them because they look up to you you know and, and everyone every kid does no matter what parent they have they always want their parents approval and that's what I wanted, you know. And I thought it might disappoint you because I know you've homeschooled me for all these years and you've put so much effort into it. And so I thought if I just stopped, that's what I told you. I said if I just stopped, then it's it's putting all your work into nothing. All your work was for nothing. And then you said that, that that's what you schooled me for is so that we could learn what we want and what we don't want and that how to move forward in life and how to listen to our bodies and to listen to our minds because that's what my mum did, you know. She wanted, she didn't want her kids to go to school. She wanted them to learn an alternative way and so she did it. Mm. And I'm so happy that you did because now I know what I want and what I don't want. Um mm. And we all learn that in our own time. You don't just have to be homeschooled mm, for that. No. Um, but yes. It's that same thing, isn't it? When you talk about fear and vulnerability, you know, I, I've talked about this before, but it was like as an adult, you know, taking two kids out of school and the the, the response I got from the, my friends that I was with, because I had like, you know, all my friends down at the school and mm. everything like that. And it was just like, are you kidding me? You know? Mm. What are you doing? What you're you're going to wreck their education. You're going to wreck them. You know, yeah. you're going to, but in your heart, you know, it's the right thing to do. And it's being strong enough to just think, go away noise, you know, mm. because that is all it is and fear and doubt and all that. I love, I wish I'd known about the take the first step on the fear step because that would have helped me enormously. But it's just literally just going with your heart, what your heart feels like. Mm. And you know, when we, me and you always say to each other, when we say, oh, I don't know. And we say, you do know, because you do, you do know deep down and down, 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 down. It's just covered with so much doubt and fear and noise that you think, oh, I don't know. Mm, I think there's that fear of failure. Yeah, but of course. There's no such thing of failure if you've tried. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's true, isn't it? Yeah. You've tried and that's, you, you've succeeded. Yeah. You've already won. Yeah. You've tried. Yeah. And that's so brave for anyone to do, to just try it. And I think that's all you have to think of it like, you know, if you make a decision, don't think of it that it's stuck in stone and it's for life and this is your whole life is changing. No, just try it. And if it doesn't work, do something else. Mm. You know, I love you, Tess. I love, I love that. I love it. Because, you told me it. Yeah, but I know, but I'm so glad it's stuck because, and I, Zoe, are you listening to this? Zoe emigrated from New Zealand. She's followed me for ages since we traveled the world. She's been following us. Uh, she emigrated from New Zealand. She lived in Waikiki Island and she's been there for a year and it hasn't worked out. She's a doctor and mm. it just hasn't worked out for her for various reasons. So she's going back to the UK and she sent me this beautiful, gorgeous, vulnerable email saying, mm. 
At first I felt as if I'd failed, but now I'm realising that actually it was a big adventure. And what you've just said, your little 17-year-old brain has I'm just a wise said, old woman. Yes, <laughs> is like, oh my God, it's so true. It's like, you're not going to, you know, you haven't failed. What did you say? I don't know what you just said. It was just like, I just thought of her so much when you said that, because I just thought, you've given it a go. You came to New Zealand with your family. Hmm. You tried it. You're never going to sit at home and think, oh, well, I wonder what that would have been like, because now you know. Yeah. It's like trying on clothes. Something doesn't fit. Try a different size. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's that. It's just that. That's all it is. Mm. It, you know, we, we create this big thing in our minds like this is this big, big thing, you know, like it's written on paper and it's going to be shown to the world that you failed. You know, yeah. it's not. It's not. You know, it's all about your mindset. Mm. You know, and you can choose what you tell to people. They don't have to know. Oh, tell about when we went to that comedy club in Wellington. Yes, that this inspired me a lot. Um, me and my mum were in Wellington and we wanted to go and see comedy, live comedy. So we went to this bar upstairs um, and this girl came on stage and she, she came on, she was super confident walk, you know, and she's spoken to the microphone. She said, I have an art degree. I've been to university for four years and studied and I have now got an art degree. And we were like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, she spoke, you know, did some more c comedy. Um, and then at the end, she just said, I don't have an art degree. I just told you that and you believed me. <laughs> and the whole audience, we were like, well, what? You know, and you did. You, you did believe. And you, you thought about, oh, she's arty. And you started seeing her in a different perspective. Because she said she had this big degree. Mm. And we were like, wow, you know, look at her. She's got a nice clothes on. She's all really arty and stuff. But she decided to tell us that with confidence and we believed it. Mm. We didn't sit there saying, oh, show us your degree. You know, we don't believe you. We just believed it. And that's a humanity test. And so many of those happen a day. So you can decide what to tell people mm. and you can decide what to tell yourself. You know, it's not lying. It's just a perspective, putting a perspective on yeah. to yourself. You know, who, who, who cares? Exactly. Who, who knows? Exactly. And that's the other thing I wanted to say as well, is we get so wound up about what other people are going to think of us. You know, what are these people going to think that I'm homeschooling my children? What are these people going to think that, you know, we I've taken them out of their education and gone traveling the world? What are these people going to think of Tessa? You know, she's not... For, no one cares. No. They they show a little bit of interest for about 10 seconds and then it's straight back to their own life because you're not sitting here now worrying about your friends and what they're doing or I'm certainly no. not sitting here worrying about mine and wondering what they're doing. No. You know. And if I do, I'm comparing themselves. I'm comparing myself to them yeah. in a negative way and I'm not thinking about all the good stuff they're doing and no. I'm just thinking about how I'm not doing it, which is me. Again, you always, you are... <laughs> you know, the main character in your story yeah. and, you know, so who cares? Yeah, just who cares? Yeah, it's true though, isn't it? It is. And it's so important, you know, seeking other people's approval. Yes, that's in our nature, but at the end of the day, it's your story. You you write it. And at the end of the day, you have to sleep with yourself. Mm. You have to wake up with yourself. You live with yourself for the rest of your life. So you might as well enjoy it, mm. you know, yeah. and tell yourself kind things mm. that you are doing. And that's just important, you know, and to try things and fail at them or, you know, be happy with it. it it's just life, you know. Mm. I'm 17. I've, <laughs> you know, it's all talk and stuff, but no, I hope, I hope, um, I hope it helps people, you know, as I, as it helps myself, you know. I think I think your words help and more people than you can ever imagine. I mean, we have had people email up and say, I don't know why I always say that, email up, as <laughs> if like, you know, you put an email and then it goes up in the sky. But email and say, wow, you know, that just those words hit me. And some what you've just said now, I mean, you're my daughter, but what you just said about taking that first step, the first step is fear. It just hit a chord on me and I was like, so true, because then you just take the next step, mm. you know, and you're through that now. And it's almost like going through, you know, sinking sand or whatever. And you just like, 
go through it and then you're out on the other side sort of thing but mm. the only thing fear is is the unknown mm. that's all it is if you're of the unknown you know fear is the unknown mm. so you're just stepping into the unknown that's what it is and the other thing as well just talking from a parent's point of view which I had to get my head around and that that's why I loved that walk that we went on because you're scared as a parent as well mm. yeah it's two sides yeah. to the story. You're scared as a parent, and you, 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 you obviously you're going to sit here and think, "Well, what if it doesn't go?" But then, you, what if it doesn't go right? Like you know, and you just think, "Hang on a minute, what if what doesn't go right? <laughs> what is it that is going to go right? What is that you know big tick that goes okay? It's going to go right. Mm. It's certainly not seeing you in a I don't know a job in an office or not that there's anything wrong with a job in an office but it's yeah but I that's not what I see you being and it's not what would make me happy you know what oh what am I trying to say I'm just trying to say that it's also it's it there's lots of different angles of fear isn't there and as as a parent you just want I hate I, I hear that word when parents go I just want them to be happy and you think well that's not true and you're like is it or isn't it but last night when you came in and you said, I actually sent you a text. So yesterday you went, just tell me, tell, tell us what you did yesterday. You, give us a quick summary of your day yesterday. So yesterday was probably the most productive day I've had in a month. This isn't something I do every day, by the way. No, this is a one-off, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, big one-off. Yeah. Um, so I went into the radio station. I do a radio and broadcasting course. Um, and I did a, a, a live show with my friend and I interviewed my dad <laughs> and I interviewed a few other people um and I went on air and um edited a pre-recorded show as well blah 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 <laughs> and then um I uh I went to a art expedition because I was asked to perform there a day before so super short notice um and I went and performed and you know, it was it was brilliant. People came up to me and spoke to me. I forgot how good it feels to do what you want to do. That was something. So you were singing and playing piano. I was singing and yeah, yeah, um, singing. Um, you know, and people. It's like I was saying before. People appreciated it. Mm. People were smiling. People were getting their phones out, recording. That's great. You know, mm. whether it be negative or positive, they've noticed me, and that's all you want. Um, and so you know I just felt super inspired mm. and yeah so that's what I did yesterday. yeah yeah you did and I sent you a text and I said how did it go and you were like it was fantastic and honestly Tess I that made me happy I thought about that I, I you know I got the text you know and I was like just say how it was yeah you know because you feel like if you you say oh, I've had a brilliant time it sort of sounds a bit lame you know, so you, that you know, you sort of like, oh, it was all, it was all right, it was good. Why does it sound lame? What oh, do you God mean? knows, I don't know. It's just this, <laughs> a teenage mind, <laughs> not so wise after all. But you know, and so you you want to play it cool and stuff. Yeah. But I was like, nah, just say it as it is. You know, it was brilliant, and so I'm going to say it was brilliant because then I will believe it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was in a great mood for the rest of the night. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh. and I was in a great mood mm. because I'd got your text, and I just thought. That's what she, that's what I want. And so going back to that thing about, I just want my child to be happy. It's like, <laughs> yes, actually we do. We just want you to be happy. I mean, you know, it's just, oh, and the whole university thing. Well, I just need to, I just need to say this on, on, on there, on there. So that, cause I know that people will be thinking, but okay, well, how does university work in New Zealand? So this is the other thing with the university. Yeah. Where, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Go on. What am I going to say? No, because I don't want to be wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> go on. Say it. Fear. <laughs> no. Go on. No. What I was going to say is, well, there's 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 two there's three paths to go to university in New Zealand. I don't know if this is the same in the rest of the world. When you're 21, you can go in as a as a as an adult student without UE. Without UE. Mm. Okay. So you just go in as an adult. You you do what everyone else does is you pay your fees and you go to university as a mature student. So that's when you're 21. So you're talking 78, 9, 20, four, four years away. I just yeah. had to use my fingers to count to Good 21. Job. Well done. <laughs> this was my teacher, by the way. <laughs> um, the second option is to 
go in as under special circumstances. So if you have been homeschooled or if you are, say, if you're like a massive, like, say if you were an actor or something like that and you would spent a lot of your time doing acting, so you'd done correspondence school or, mm. you know, and you hadn't got time for that. But so say you're homeschooled and you go to the university um, interview and you say, okay, yeah, I've done this. You know, I've, I've recorded a song. I've started my own radio show. I was in a, I, I started my own touring theatre company because that's what you were part of. I have taught, I've traveled the world. Oh, I yeah. have, I've got an art degree. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Just say whatever you want. And, <laughs> Pretty uh, much. Believe you. And, um, yeah. Who's going to know? Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, come in Tessa Decal, you know, well, fine, you know, oh yeah. Oh, and you've got level two, come in. That's the second route. And the third route is to sit and do your exams like the, like you would at school normally. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. So there's three different routes. I just want to make that clear, you know, so it wasn't, it's not such a scary thing after all that you're thinking, you haven't just gone, that is it. There's no, no way I'm ever going to go to university. Yeah, no, definitely. You've got lots of options. Yeah. And that's a silly thing, isn't it? You do all this work and when you're 21, you don't even need it. <laughs> and um, I don't really get that. Yeah. It, uh, it's, um, I think it's to do with the maturity of students, you know, and um, trustworthy, you know, because mm. if they're younger, obviously you need them to be mature. Mm. Otherwise, it's just going to all go bad. But yeah, and I, yeah, that's a silly thing. And when you hear it out loud, it's a uh, puts it in order for you. And I think definitely with a creative mind um, and going into a creative school, they're going to care about more more about your CV and what you've done mm. and who you've worked with, and that's all it is. Who knows you? Yeah, you know, and you can only know people by going out by putting yourself out. So have you got any idea what you're going to be doing? What did I just tell you in the beginning? <laughs> right, moving on then. <laughs> I'm going to do what makes me happy. Yes. That's what I'm going right. to do. That's, we'll leave it at that, hey? Yeah. And uh, we'll come back in six months and we'll, well, not even that long. Six whatever. months, all right. No, whatever you, whatever you want. You're, Tomorrow. you're always welcome on this Oh my God. I love it. I love having you sitting over at me because like we said, it's not like having mum and daughter. It's it's a very weird thing. If you're sitting out there and thinking, you know, oh, I'd like to talk to my daughter like that. Just get a couple of microphones and just, you know. Get some tea. Yeah, just get some tea. And and yeah, it's just, it's lovely. I love it. Mm. I love talking to you so much. Just make sure you always do communicate, whoever, whoever it is out there, you know, just talk mm. please talk because mm. it will open your mind and it will open your heart and you'll discover things about someone and you'll discover a lot of things about yourself yeah so talk so true so true someone once said you know well if you could give one tip on homeschooling like what would it be what subjects would you do and I said you know what if I could give one tip on homeschooling well actually there's a there's a load but <laughs> go outside talk talk to your kids that's all yeah. you need to do just talk to them every day if just even if it's just sitting down and just talking to them just keep talking to your children that's it mm. you know it's just because out of talking out of conversation comes sparks so many beautiful avenues mm -hmm. that I'm not even going to say learning avenues because I don't want to put like a learning thing on it but no, it's just any avenue yeah you know it's uh can be anything yeah, it, so it can. Talk. So I, I want I want to come. I want you to come back on and talk about what we were talking about the other day when we drove out to the lighthouse, about sitting down for dinner and having conversations with teenagers, with kids. Actually, wasn't mm. it? We were talking. Yeah. But that's such a big topic, and it will take another another uh, you know another podcast to talk about that. But before you go, I just want you to just tell me about you know about your mindset that you said to me this morning, just repeat what you've said to me this morning about mindset, about how you have, because you've been having like all these bad dreams and you've done this meditation app mm. and something that you learned. I just loved what you said. Just say, tell me that. Yeah. Recently, um, I've been having nightmares for, for the past two weeks, almost every night, just horrible nightmares. And, you know, I, I went, I went and saw a doctor, um, tried I don't know, tried talking about it, but I was still getting these nightmares and you recommended meditation. And so I, you know, I went to bed the other night and I put this 
really great meditation um, sleeping app on. You'll find it on Spotify. And basically this woman was just saying that you can look upon your thoughts as flowers on the ground because you are the creator and you are basically the ruler of your mind. You choose to think these thoughts, you choose to hang on to these thoughts and you choose to throw away some thoughts. The best thing to do is look upon it like they're flowers on the ground and you can pick them up and you can put them in a basket. And that's it. Just pick them up and put them in a basket. Mm. That's not blocking them off. That's not fully indulging yourself in them. Just just pick them up, mm. you know. And you hold the key to your happiness. You hold the key to a happy life, you know. It's all you. You control your mind. There's no one else in there sitting around playing these controls, controlling your mind. Sometimes you can feel out of control, but just remember that it's your choice. You can choose what to think and and, and, and if you want to choose to think that, you know what I mean? It's, mm. it's um, Yeah, and so that was a really great sleep meditation app. And um, so I highly do recommend meditation any time of the day. Mm. Um, I'm a bit of a hypocrite with that because I don't meditate a whole lot. That's okay. Um, but it's just about that awareness, mm. bringing awareness to your body and your mind. Mm. And that might give you a few answers mm. of Thanks anything. Thanks for sharing that, darling. And uh, the meditation thing, when you say I didn't meditate a whole lot, I think that that goes back to that thing, doesn't it, of like, not enough, not enough. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a real meditator because I don't do it every day. I don't sit there cross-legged. It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter, does it? You've tried it. Just, it. Yeah. Mm. You've, you've yeah. taken one tiny little bit from it. Even if you only did it once in your life, if yeah. you've gained something from it, that's great. You know, of you've course, practiced yeah. meditation. It's just like you, you've, oh yeah, it's just, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love talking to you. Really, I've really loved it. And it's um, nice, yeah. Yeah, now I've got to go back to, or an old Brian. <laughs> no, no. Oh God, don't let him know that. He's going to be editing this, you know. What did he say? Yeah, I know. What did he say this morning at breakfast? We're sick of hearing it. Every single morning, um, he's a darling. He makes us breakfast and then he says, well, you wouldn't get this. No, you'd pay a lot for this in a restaurant. <laughs> and uh, we just looked at each other and we're like, right, that's about the 50th time he said that now. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. We're grateful, Brian. <laughs> You made us breakfast, so yeah. shut up. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Well, I'm going to say goodbye to you now, and I'm definitely, definitely going to get you back on. I just know <laughs> that this is going to be... If you haven't listened to our first podcast chat with Tessa, where she just talks about being 17 and all the things that come with that, the social media, the pressure, the comparison. Parents as well. The yeah. what, darling? Parents. The Rel relationships yeah. with parents. Yeah, yeah. It's a big part of it. Yeah. Just go back and listen to that. That was actually episode number one of our behind the scenes um, podcast. So go back and listen to that. But until we see you at this table again, thank you so much, darling. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> love you. <laughs> I always want to say that. I love you too. <laughs> there you go. Wasn't hard, was it? You're happy now. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hello. Daddy, I love you. I want to thank you. Right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up.